Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here and with me today is one of Nord's 100 gamers in round three of the statewide Super League, it is Nord star Lewis Johnston, how are you Louis? Yeah, very good Zach, so? Very well, thank you. Uh, triple figures, you've uh, gone the long way <laughs> and uh, I guess a well-travelled route to get there but um, it must be nice to chalk it up all the same. Yeah, definitely. It's good to get to 100. Um, well, I'm 28 now, so it has taken a little while, but yeah, finally got there, which is great. And to, um, I guess, to uh, for the listeners' benefit, to break it down, obviously started uh, with North Adelaide all the way back in round two of uh, 2012, and of course um, that came after two years with, or was it three years up with the Swans, and then um, uh, obviously uh, had a time at the Adelaide Footy Club where you played eight league games for the Crows side there and then um, 56 now with Norden still going strong with the Red Legs so uh, your time at North Adelaide I guess to start with um, you came down as a youngster from Port Pirie Lewis? Yeah we used to travel down um, pretty much every Tuesday and Thursday whether that was for North Adelaide or state training uh, the dad used to drive me down and I'd come down on a Saturday morning and also play them so we're doing up to three commutes per week um, which um, dad dad did that every week with no fuss, so which is great. I appreciate what he did for me. But um, yeah, it was we had Craig Brooks as my under seventeen coach at the time. He was great and understanding, and it was a pretty good experience. Um, and it was yeah, good to be involved in at the time. Most definitely. And then uh, as we touched on, um, you played under seventeens for North, and then reserve a couple of reserves games, but then drafted by Sydney and. All of a sudden, yeah, you, you've gone from living in a small, small town like Port Pirie to the the largest uh, city in Australia. How did you find that? Yeah, well, it all happened pretty quick, I suppose. Like the draft was a little bit different back in 2008. I initially got drafted about 10 o'clock in the morning, and then Bruzy called me about two o'clock that afternoon, and I was on a flight the Sunday morning about or oh, 10 o'clock in the morning. So it all happened within 24 hours. I was pretty much packed my bags and I was out of there. So. <laughs> It, it was a bit of an eye-opener, but uh, it, was, you know, it was a great experience. Um, yeah, I loved, loved my time in Sydney. Yeah. What did you learn most from, I guess, in particular, you touched on him there, playing under Paul Roos? Well, I was actually injured the whole time. I played maybe two reserves games um, the whole time Roosie was there. But I think the biggest thing for me in the first two years was probably just getting used to you know, living away from home and sort of adapting to... Um, being a growing up, I suppose, which, um, you know, being injured wasn't great, but, um, you know, it definitely helped me mature over a couple of years, and, um, yeah, it was, it was just a good club to be involved in. Yeah, most definitely, yeah, well, obviously we hear so much spoken about the culture and the, the bloods culture, I guess, so to speak, up there in Sydney, so, uh, and then you came back to uh, the other red and whites that uh, you initially left in North Adelaide back in 2012, and... Uh, as we mentioned earlier, major Sandful League debut in round two. Uh, do you remember much from that particular game? I know you kicked three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I started down back for the first three quarters yeah. and didn't get a kick. So uh, I, think Josh, I think Josh put me forward in the last quarter and I kicked three in the last quarter, then I never played down back ever again. <laughs> Wowzers. So did, like, where do you see your best spot? Because um, obviously you have sort of played in all three sectors of the ground in your career. Um, oh, as a kid, I grew up playing sort of rock midfield forward. So, like, I was, I was probably a little bit bigger than 
consistent and I was pretty pretty tall as a, as a kid, so in, especially in Port Fury, I um, mainly played midfield, but then once I moved to Adelaide, especially out of 17, I sort of got sort of pigeonholed as that forward, and mm. um, yeah, whether I play forward or midfield, I suppose either, either role I'm happy to play, but I wouldn't say I'm a backman. <laughs> Did you hear that, Jared Cotton, if you're listening in? So, uh, anyway. Um, I don't think Toss would want me playing down back, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about me, I'm like 50 goals. Yeah. Uh, 2013, obviously, played uh, with North Adelaide um, for a reasonable portion of the year, despite being on the Crows list, um, and culminated in that grand final appearance against the team you're now playing for in Nord. Um, it was a pretty amazing day, historically, I guess, because it was the last grand final at Footy Park, too. Yeah, it was, it was a good day to be involved in. Um, especially, we did come from fifth as well to... Mm-hmm to get to that grand final. I think we're pretty sure they lost the last five games of the, of the year before finals. So um, it was a pretty good turnaround in terms of, you know, pretty much being rock bottom to, you know, making a grand final. Um, and no one were obviously the benchmark, especially between 2012 and 2014. So, um, you know, it was, we did put up a bit of a fight, especially in that third quarter, but I think the Nord were just too good on it. Well, they were too good of a team in general. And, um, we, we pretty much had to play our best footy if we were going to win that, and we didn't, so... Yeah, it was a tough gig, but you were within striking distance at three-quarter time, that's for sure, but um, wasn't to be, and then um, shifted over to the Red Legs, um, uh, start of 2016, and you haven't looked back since. Um, uh, you must be enjoying your time at the parade, Lewis? Yeah, no, loving it. It's, um, it's a great club to be involved in, and... I worked really closely with Jared Cotton when I was at the Crows. He was one of the development coaches there. Um, so he was obviously in terms of the, the move from North to Norwood. He was uh, he was pretty much uh, a big decision to why I chose Norwood. And he yeah, loved, loved playing under him. I've got a great relationship. And you know, not just him, but all the boys as well. It's, uh, we've got a great, great playing group to be involved in. And... Um, and we've got something special there at the moment. Um, unfortunately, what happened last year, like we, yeah, we probably let that one slip. But I think we've still got a, you know, a good enough team and a team that's you know keen to work hard and, and compete. So I think we, we've definitely got the the cattle to um, have a good season this year as well. Do you feel last year's grand finals really steeled the group for this year? I think I think it has. I think Labor rocked up pre-season, you know, ready to go, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, I think, that, you know, it just makes everyone realise that you know we were the best team for you know 20 weeks of the season, and then that last game we didn't didn't play our best footy, which um, you know you've got to rock up to play every week, um, and that's where you know, everyone's come back, hit the ground running, and yeah, the start of the season hasn't been you know as perfect as we planned, um, but this time last year we were zero and two, so we'll take two close wins and. Hopefully we can get back to that form that we um, we had throughout last year as well. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, even though they've only been um, close losses, you've at least banked the premiership points, which is super important, as we know. Yeah, and both. And to you know, Glenelg's credit as well, they've got a great list this year as well. So I can see they're having a good season. And mm. Central's on the weekend. They just um, yeah, they just kept running. And yeah. their second half was... Um, yeah, quite impressive compared to their first half. So. Yeah, they're always hard to beat out there at Elizabeth, regardless of uh, where they are on the ladder. The doggies, they play that large ground very, very well. Um, uh, 
you've obviously got um, the double blues on Friday night, so a massive game um, to have your 100th in, and also nice to share it with your teammate, Matty Panos. Yeah, no, it's good, it's good to be involved in the 100th with Matt. Um, we've played here for four years now, got a good good friendship, so um, he'll be captaining the team as well, which uh, yeah. I think I think last, on the weekend against Central was his first game as captain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look forward to playing under him. Yeah, excellent. And your role, Lewis, I know we touched on a little bit earlier in the chat um, as a midfielder, you must be really pleased with the, how consistent your forms come out. Um, can you tell us what sort of sparked the move from being a, a key forward type, uh, which we grew to know you um, when you particularly were at North Adelaide, but since you've been at the parade, you've shifted the last couple of years as that, almost playing up on the wing permanently and sometimes through the centre square a bit, but... Um, what caused the, the change in role? Um, I suppose in terms of the North Adelaide to know was game plan, I probably wasn't having the the impact up forward that I, that I had had in previous years. Um, so I caught up with Cops at TT Plaza one morning just in the off-season and we just sort of had a chat and just sort of spoke about, you know, different roles and, you know, the team balance, you know, where I sort of could fit in and... Just throughout pre-season, I think it was going into the 2018 season. I just I just sat on the wing for, for most of pre-season and it started to work. I also pitched in a second rock. Um, and it was just a yeah, open chat. Um, you know, if it didn't work, I was still happy to play forward. And I think it also helps having such an elite midfield. You know, Panos, Greg and Sam Borderstone in there, um, even Matt Nunn, which... They do all the hard work inside, and yeah, it makes it makes my job a lot easier. But mm. um, yeah, Cops was open to it, and that's it, to his credit, he's a great coach, and he's always open to to different discussions. So um, yeah. yeah, and you're been loving a, it. Yeah, it's been a great change, um, and it's just uh, you know, just good to, not just to be playing the wing, but it's just good to be involved in a team that's you know doing really well. So. Yeah. And your opponents Friday night, um, always good battles, the two sort of Eastern rivals. Yeah, round, round one, I think they got us by maybe a goal last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even I think like round 17 or 16 last year, the first three quarters were actually super competitive. I know we ran over them in the last quarter, but um, yeah, it's always a tough battle against Sturt, and they've been a good team for the last three or four years. So um, I'm sure they'll come out ready to go. And off the field, Louis, yeah, what are you doing for a cross? Uh, so working for People's Choice um, as a home loan advisor there. Um, so been there for about two and a half years now, and it's all going really well. Good on the body. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Just sitting at a desk all day and then getting a trainer, you can be a little bit, a little bit lethargic. But it, um, no, it's a good, a good place to work for, and yeah. I've got a pretty understanding manager who, um, who looks after me in regards to getting time off the footy and. Yep. And game day, so good. Excellent. Good stuff. We'll uh, keep up the good work on and off the field, and congratulations on finally reaching game number 100 in the Sanford Statewide Super League. We do appreciate your time, and all the best on Friday night against the Double Blues at the parade. No worries. Thanks, Zach.